I'm Mike Shrews. I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 56. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. So please, Tivis, tell me and the friends out there listening to us, how have you been? Tired. Awesome. <laughs> I, I need to slow it down sometimes because I listened back to one of the episodes recently and I felt like I sped the audio up and I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, how are you so, making this easy for the people that listen at like 1.75 speed? <laughs> you gotta talk real slow. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Welcome back to the MonsterCast. Uh, real quick, dirty work. You can find the MonsterCast on all social media platforms at the MonsterCast. That is Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Um, as long as we are allowed to be there. Uh, yeah, did you turn off shoot factor? I don't, <laughs> I don't freaking care anymore. Yeah, they're um, going to lock us out of our if, account. <laughs> if you guys can't find us there, definitely swing on over to youtube.com slash at the MonsterCast and follow us there. Uh, hopefully I'll get it set up so that we can start posting on there as well, um, like you can on other social media uh, and all that fun shit. And then uh, you can also just swing on over to themonstercast.com and check out the website where all of our content is at all the time. You can uh, keep up with us there in case any of the social media things just go out ever. Uh, you can find us there as well, guys. And then you can also, uh, what is it? Email us <laughs> at themonstercast.outlook.com and uh, check us out there. Uh, Email us, let us know any of your monster stories, monster questions, monsters, anything, guys. Uh, we've gotten a couple people have emailed us who are going to end up coming on to the show. So we look forward to that as well um, in the next coming weeks or months. And um, other than that, what else do we got, Tibbis? Uh uh Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. Patreon, uh, it's basically just a tip jar, but if you're willing to give us that tip, we will grant you access to our Discord, where you will be able to actually watch along with these episodes of Monsters Today, because we are continuing to look into alternate options, leave us, we're, we hear you guys, we're, we don't want this to be difficult for you, but yeah, we tried YouTube and literally unless you're living in the UK, you're not going to be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're blocked in Canada and uh, the US. US. So. so we wouldn't even be able to watch it on our own channel. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we were really trying. Uh, but again, tip jar. Uh, appreciated, but more appreciated. Tell your friends, leave us a review. All that stuff helps us way more. Definitely, 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 man. Um, and then they can also do what? 
just just follow us on any social media comment there question us there anything you want and the other great thing that we have set up on the website guys is you can go to themonstercast.com and click on the microphone icon on the right hand side of the screen and there you get to leave us a voicemail directly there you don't have to have any extra equipment you can do it from your phone you can do it from your desktop laptop whatever you want anywhere in the world you can leave us a voicemail there and we can add it into our show anytime um, as long as you guys are okay with that but definitely let us know what you're thinking of the show uh written is awesome hearing it actually verbally said is even cooler so definitely do that guys and uh I think that's all I got, man. Um, other than uh, the monstercast.com slash merch, which you can access that either through just going directly to that uh, link or you can go directly to the website and just click on the merch tab up there as well. And uh, yeah, definitely check that out. If you guys do want to become a sponsor of the Monstercast, please let us know. We have a sponsor page as well set up on the monstercast.com website. And at the moment, it is empty again. So definitely hit us up <laughs> um and that's all i got man that's it nothing yeah, else i was just checking when this episode went out i'm sorry oh no, you're good um uh, happy and, uh munster monday the 13th by the way dun, 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 the 13th. all right so what are we going to talk about today Tivis. today we are diving into corporate monsters i'm sure you had a lot of fun with this one. Oh yeah <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah all right uh corporate musters which aired november 19th 1988 everybody right before thanksgiving wow what an episode right before thanksgiving you know yeah <laughs> oh yeah all right so here is my synopsis that i wrote after herman invested in an ant farm in the 60s the company is now booming in the 80s Herman decides to join the fun, and Grandpa is excited his son-in-law is now a businessman. Meanwhile, Eddie prepares for the father-son sports day. Join this week as we see what chaos will ensue. Dun-dun, dun-dun. Now it's the Terminator. (laughs) Dun-dun. So this episode was written by Bill Rosenthal and Noah Taft, which... just so we're clear, I'm going to try and put chaos in every synopsis that I write from now on. <laughs> All right. Challenge accepted. Uh, if you recognize those names, that's because they uh, wrote last week's episode. Awesome. Uh, this one was directed by Bonnie Franklin. Um, now, she has only directed 12 or this is the first of 12 episodes directed by Bonnie, but her entire career, she did four shows, 18 episodes overall. So this show was majority of her directing career. Uh, she did two episodes of one day at a time, uh, two episodes of Karen's song and one episode each for Rocky road and Charles in charge. But she was an actress with an extremely long career in uh, appearing in 39 projects, including Martha Crocker, the 50 1954 uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, she played Janice from season two, episode 30 of the Munsters. Uh, oh, that's okay. the sorority one. Nice. And uh, Anne Ro- uh, Romano in one day at a time where she was nominated for five awards, including an Emmy. 
Uh, she was in Hot in Cleveland, and the very last thing she did was she was in Le- Young and the Restless before passing away a year later in 2013. So, uh, extremely long career. Someone from the original show coming back, so that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you dope. know, she, she spent most of her directing career with this show. Okay. Cool. Interesting as for our, yeah as for our guests now we have two two really big ones this week mm-hmm. so i'm only going to touch on some of their highlights uh, hi, okay. oh, as always highly recommend going to imdb to check these people out but we have charlie brill as douglas carswell the ceo uh born in 1938 uh he has one writing credit for an episode of the 1964 uh here's at edie uh, he played uh, Joseph in The Beast of Budapest. He was Arnie Darwin in Star Trek and Deep Space Nine. Uh, he was Robert in five episodes of Super Train. He played Eugene Bundy in Married with Children. Uh, Barry Lipschitz in Sliders. Who's- Captain Harry Lipschitz in 129 episodes of Silk Stockings. Who is Eugene Bundy in... Is that like his brother or is it his dad? It has to be. I don't it know. It has to be his <laughs> brother because these were shot around the same year, time. Yeah. Eight, late 80s. Yeah. And uh, uh, he has an upcoming short film called Hence the Gray. And so many other appearances, including Policewoman, the 1978 Matilda, Chips, Wonder Woman, The Incredible Hulk, New Monkeys, Tom and Jerry, I Yabba Dabba Doo, <laughs> The Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy, and Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. So, again, if you want to see the full scope of this guy's career that is still going on, mm-hmm. go uh, check him out for sure. Uh, the next one is Ruth uh, Buzzy, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Now, IMDb failed at putting her character name, but luckily I caught it. She is Miss Finster. <laughs> now, she was born in 1936, so two years older than uh, Charlie, but just as long of a career. She started by voicing Granny Goodwitch in three episodes of 1964, Linus the Lionheart. Uh, she was Ruther Clayton in the 69 movie In Name Only. She voiced Frau Frau, the horse, in the 1970 The Aristocats. She did 135 episodes of 1967 Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, where she won a Golden Globe and was nominated twice for an Emmy. Uh, She was on The Dean Martin Show, where she got nominated for uh, an Emmy a third time. Uh, Then she did... Uh, Fee in 1975, The Lost Saucer. She voiced Gladys in 1977, Baggy Pants and the Nitwits. <laughs> I couldn't pass that one up. <laughs> uh, she was Aunt Pruny in the 1985 Paw Paws. Uh, she did 13 episodes of the Bernstein Bears, where she got her first daytime Emmy in nomination. Then she did 56 episodes of Sesame Street, one of which got her her second daytime uh, Emmy nomination. Uh, she was also the winner of the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Mystic Film Festival in 2022, won three photoplay awards for Variety Star each year between 73 and 75. And the last thing she did is One Month Out, which came out in 2021. Uh, and a real quick rundown of some other stuff that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Plastic Man, 
rocking with Judy Jetson, Saved by the Bell, Darkwing Duck, The Addams Family, the cartoon. Yeah. Weird Al Yankovic, Grump music video or Gump music video. Sorry. Uh, the Savage Dragon cartoon, Cousin Skeeter, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Angry Beavers, Rocket Power, Scooby-Doo, Winter Wonder Dog. Like, okay. again, another person with a fantastic career. That's awesome. Yeah, um, uh, it's I, it's great having both of these together in this episode. Right. I, I it also did look up who Eugene Bundy is. It is Al Bundy's uh, brother in... That. Okay, I assumed I, that, but I haven't seen that episode yet. So. I I just read the whole description. I'm not going to read it to not to spoil it for you, but I do not remember that episode it's whatever. at all. <laughs> what season is it? Just so I know. Uh, shit, I already closed it. It didn't say no, what season right. though, but it's only he's literally only in one episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so awesome. That's awesome, dude. Uh, can I start this out by saying we 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 open this show. This episode with all three of the men sitting on the mm-hmm. couch reading their own magazines. Grandpa's Eddie has a book. Eddie has a book. Herman has, I don't know what, but Grandpa has Playbat instead of Play Ghoul, which has been the previous one. Was Must the have been discontinued. Uh, but he's reading this right in front of his grandson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was reading Playgool at the breakfast table, so. But Eddie was never in those scenes in the 60s show, if you know this. Yeah, but he could have been. They were eating breakfast. Maybe he did it after Eddie had already left for school. Maybe. I mean, Marilyn's still there, but. She's a grown ass woman. She knows what women looks like or or ghouls look like. (laughs) It's still weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um. But that, yeah, that was my first note. I was like, play that? Yeah. Really? So Eddie? all the people complaining about Grandpa doing that in Rob Zombie's movie, uh, once again, proven you don't know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> I, I swore this one did a play ghoul as well in the first episode, didn't he? I don't remember that. No. Okay. Might just be my mind mixing. I, we've watched way too much Monsters in the last year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we're yeah we're coming up. Uh, we'll be hitting our second anniversary in the second season of the show. So yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, okay. So we open up. All three gentlemen are on the couch reading something, uh, and then Marilyn busts in the door with a mail, and uh, uh, apparently they have a moat in the front of their house now. Yeah, you don't see that from any of the shots. No. And in the <laughs> pilot episode, they, they talked about having a moat in the backyard. Yeah, so I don't I wonder is, if is the, the mailman just like throwing it in through the backyard. Maybe I'm, that's what I was like. It, but also a moat goes around. So where would it be in the backyard if it's not going completely? Well, it doesn't have to go all the way around, I guess. Can I just say that this scene kind of pissed me off with the family? <laughs> Why? Well, Eddie Eddie mentions that Spot has been going wild for the mailman lately, and Herman uh-huh. thinks he must have some Doberman in him. And Grandpa says he wouldn't be surprised since he eats enough of them. Uh, first of all, <laughs> fuck you. Control your goddamn pet. Don't let it attack other people's pets. That you're a bad owner. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless they purposely go out to like the pound, the the ones that are about, about to be euthanized and get those for him to eat. You don't That's know. That's even they, sadder. <laughs> they didn't specify where he was eating them from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. The oh, Maryland no, has a bunch of <laughs> Maryland has a bunch of soggy uh, mail parcels. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the mailman threw the mail directly into the boat and uh, <laughs> ran away screaming again. <laughs> And um, uh, Eddie gets a yeah. piece of mail and he opens it up and it is a nasty. In- <laughs> what? He calls it nasty. Nasty. Yeah. I guess that's supposed to be like hell? sick. That's sick. That's dope or something. I don't know. Yeah. It just sounds not great. I didn't learn a lot of the 80s lingo, so I'm not sure for that one. Nasty. Uh, yeah. But it's, he's invited to a father son sports day. And Herman questions. I don't know if he's invited. It's kind of. It's probably just a local thing. Yeah, an event that's happening. And yeah. Herman's like, "Well, who would you go with?" And Grandpa just <laughs> looks like him. He's like, "Who do you think?" <laughs> like, <what> the <laughs> hell? What? <laughs> yeah, Herman's. Like, oh. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, it's kind of a valid question. Eddie does do a lot of stuff with Grandpa, so. But sports, you'd think that he would go with his dad. I just noticed you have your bolts on. Yes, I do. <laughs> For audio listeners, Mike has neck bolts. Uh, I'm a Frankenstein's yeah, monster. I, the The sports day thing is kind of cool because I, I really, cause I believe I mentioned this before when we were watching the Red Road show, but I love the fact that this community has so many, like, events for the people living in it oh yeah yeah that, that's that's such great stuff you know having my grandparents had created a uh, two festivals for their village that they they lived in mm-hmm. uh it, it's it's nice when people can get together just so people know tivis's grandparents are from the old country yeah, no. <laughs> the village that they came from. Well, if you, it turns out in America still, if you don't have enough people living in the one place, it's not considered a town still. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. America. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So less than like 200 people in one place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eddie ends up taking off and then. Um, mm, uh, Lily comes on in and she's like, I, I heard some splashing. Is the mail here yet? <laughs> like, yeah. Is this a common thing? Um, because all their other mail was perfectly dry. And when, when they got their mail before, about it was losing in the house and all that shit. Uh, They're Ed McMahon flyers. Yeah. Oh man. Um and then uh Herman's like, well, I got that mail there too. And it's this like manila envelope thing, and he's like, Well, grandpa's like, Well, just freaking open the thing, dude. Like, what's going on? And so he finally like starts to open it. He opens it very slowly. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just looked like a picture. Didn't look like there was any words on it. It was just a picture. Well, he pulls out like a magazine and then some kind of note. Okay, that's what it was, a magazine. And probably yeah. one of those like brochure things like, hey, this is, you know, our company's 
this is how our company is doing whatever. stuff. Yeah. My company has one of those still. Nobody reads it. <laughs> I should do one of those for my company. A fanzine? Uh, for no reason whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> All right. And then uh, well, we'll find out then Herman invested in an ant farm company in the 1960s, uh, way back before they went into their machine and all that fun shit. Um, so now Herman is being invited to the board meeting. Yeah. Well, we get a little history of the company as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets, it's, it's an invitation to the annual stockholders meeting stockholders, of the ant branch corporation <laughs> or ant branch i'm sorry not and yeah i couldn't understand herman which, at this point <laughs> which went from like an actual ant farm all the way through to like chocolate and the toys for kids mm-hmm. now uh and and grandpa as as things are being said spouted out did you write any of the things that she says or anything like that yeah yeah the history okay. it, it went yeah. bankrupt in 1968 just two years after they went into hibernation uh grandpa calls him a financial wizard uh and lily continues on now they create the newest and biggest toy craze making them worth millions and then grandpa goes herman the son-in-law i love <laughs> and then grandpa hugs him yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah basically this this company went through hell and then revitalized and because they were sleeping they didn't pull out like everyone else right uh it's it's a great it's you know uh, but uh, now we get a shot of the ant ranch headquarters which i still have in my notes referred to as ann because i haven't figured out i was wrong yet can, can i just say it's very uh mm, very ant manny in there with their logo <laughs> yeah what a strange coincidence that that movie come out around this time <laughs> yeah for for us anyways because uh we just recently talked about oh, that yeah, on yeah. our other show uh for ant man and uh this isn't coming out till mid-march so yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's that's pretty ironic. Um, yeah, so we get the headquarters and the secretary goes over to the main uh, guy, the CEO guy, and is just like, so I don't really see anybody here. And he's like, well, look, everybody's invited. Everyone who owns shares in the company, regardless well, of. Well, she's uh, uh, she's insinuous. She's like, once again, no outside stockholder showed up. And he's yeah. like. No, 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 we can't have anyone saying that kind of stuff. It's like right. everyone's, th- we invite them all equally. It's yeah. not our fault they don't show. He's like, regardless <laughs> of uh, uh, race, gender, or what's the third one he says? Uh, I don't, I didn't write it down. Race, gender, or what they it, look like, or something like that. Something, yeah, I don't remember. I, I, I want to say religion, but that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, but it's at that very moment that Herman walks in, <laughs> which can I say how much nicer it has to be in today's society to be a stockholder that you can just do conference calls from your house instead of having to travel to the headquarters. headquarters. Yeah, yeah. And just lucky for them that the headquarters actually ended up still in the area, too. Yeah, that's true. They haven't moved overseas yet. Those tax breaks might not be in lo- <laughs> uh, law. <laughs> God, our country's weird. This was still uh, so, the 80s. It was before everyone decided to ship off. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so the CEO turns around and bumps into Herman, which causes him to jump back and spill uh, the secretary's, who we still don't know the name of, a coffee doll down her front. Yeah. Uh, he introduces himself as Doug. <laughs> Uh, he invites Herman in to have a seat, and Herman says hello to the other shareholders, who immediately switch one seat away from him. <laughs> I loved this that's scene, by the way. I, I watched up, this, and this is when I texted you. I'm like, you are going to hate this. <laughs> Ooh. So the meeting starts. Doug proposes doubling the price of each branch so that all the executives get a 20% bonus in their salaries. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He said double the price so executives get double the pay. I believe he said 20%. Specifically. No, he said double the pay. All right. At least in, 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 I swore he said double the pay. Double the price so executives get double the pay. Yeah, which, which goes, is, goes very well with how everybody is right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> double the prices, lesser the employees, and double Record our profits. But nobody <laughs> wants to work for us because we pay them like shit. <laughs> Corporate America. America. One of these days, maybe I won't complain about this place, but <laughs> no, it needs to stop giving me reasons. So uh, yeah, the secretary seconds it. <laughs> yeah. He, he then quickly asked for any objections before starting the second motion. But Herman has his hand up an objection. Yep. In, in his line of work, raising prices causes his customers to roll over in their graves. Uh, OK, that was weird. I just lost connection to my Google. I'm glad we didn't lose our show here. <laughs> uh, yeah, Google Docs just suddenly died on me. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, he says, uh, in my business, raising the prices makes the customers turn over in their grave. And then everyone just looks at him like they're like, what the <laughs> hell, bro? <laughs> so like, uh, Herman Doug in this meeting is it, it, and seeing the reactions of what he says to all these people is what I feel it would be like if I went to one of these meetings. I was thinking the same thing. Because <laughs> I'd be like, you know, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Doug decides that they should move on to something they can all agree on. Mm. And the secretary agrees again. Uh, they have propo a proposal to produce chocolate covered ants. Surely there can be no objection to this. And before the camera even leaves Doug with his smug face, mm -hmm. you hear Herman say, I object. I object. The ants would taste much more delicious raw. <laughs> it ruins the natural flavoring. Termites, on the other hand, could do with some chocolate. <laughs> In fact, let me share with you some of my favorite ways to prepare termites. It, I We get a time skip as the time goes from 10.30 a.m. to 5.45 p.m. Yeah. And I thought this was just Herman sharing the termite story the whole time. No, the meeting has continued. We're, yeah. We're, Herman everything, is just... Yeah. He's, he's disagreeing with everything that they're saying. And yeah. it, I thought it would have been funny to do like a whole set, like a whole like little montage thing of the termite stuff. Because then it would have reminded me of like Forrest Gump. Like <laughs> all the shrimp stuff. <laughs> yeah, we get uh, he Herman saying that carpenter ants aren't nearly as fun to watch as army ants, which he may have something <laughs> to this one because, uh, you know, army ants. Brutal fuckers. Uh, 
The sea, oh, not as bad as fire ants, though. Oh, my God. You ever accidentally step on a colony of those? Yes, I live in Florida. That's all we have is fucking fire ants. Do you? Oh, shit. I thought they were in the mi- middle. And my dad stepped on one once when I was little, and oh, my God. No, they, they Did sprout I learn up, how a man screams? They, they sprout <laughs> up a lot here, um, especially right after it rains. They start mm. to burr, like their their mounds will pick up and stuff. So I'm always constantly spraying the yard for them because if like the dogs get them on them, they come in the house yeah, that's what I was or thinking of, dogs. like I'll be out there and you step in them and there's like a hundred ants on your leg before you feel the first bite. Mm. It, it's and, and they burn like crazy. Mm. So, oh, yeah, I've kind of gotten a little more used to it, but. Yeah, like I mean, I live in Florida. Everything outside is gonna kill me. Like I'll, I'll go out and mow the grass. <laughs> I've literally gone out and mowed the grass and had like a snake wrap around my ankle and go up my calf, like wrap around my whole leg going up. And I was like, luckily I stopped it from biting me. I just grabbed its head and kept it shut, and then had to rip it off of myself. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were frozen or if you were just like frozen and like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I have a thing with snakes. Uh. <laughs> uh, me, too. It's in my pants. <laughs> well, that's if my swearing didn't get us that parental guy. That, that just did. <laughs> so the, they're all exhausted. They want to go home. The, the CEO is like, let's just reschedule this meeting for two weeks from today. Yeah. Any objections? And we get... That same gag where everyone in the room turns to look at Herman with that clicking sound effect that we've yeah. gotten before. And Herman's, no. Well, <laughs> the dog not only is the, so thankful. Not like, only the oh clicking God. sound effect, the CEO, uh, Douglas, he he Doug. like leans over the freaking table. Yeah, he's legit. I could picture this being Vince McMahon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Herman is so irritating. He turned this nice guy into Vince. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, For those who then, don't know, uh, owner of WWE and biggest piece of shit in the world. Uh, so yeah, Herman wants unless the, they're a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> what? No, a- <laughs> no, I'm never gonna take money from that asshole. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Herman takes off. Everybody leaves, and then it's left over well, with. Herman wants a tour and everyone just like runs out of the room. They dip out. Uh, So then it leaves. uh, Herman is left. Charlie and or not Charlie. Charlie's the actor's name, huh? Doug. (laughs) Doug and uh, the secretary. Still unnamed secretary. Yeah. Uh, Stand back uh, and they start talking about um, about it and that that we're lucky because you're the the main stockholder. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, he wants a list of stockholders. Yeah. He wants to know exactly who this Herman guy is, and it turns out Herman purchased a hundred and hundred shares. Purchased a hundred shares at sixty three cents in nineteen sixty five. Yeah. So that would be set. The before season no before season one right sixty five would have been between season one season two right there was it okay right yeah. sixty six was the last year yeah. it started in sixty four yeah all right so yeah so um and uh, he stayed with she's shocked that he stayed uh, with them through all the turmoil in the seventies because you know he was asleep and 
She then gets a look on her face and asks the CEO how many shares he owns. And he's, you know, roughly 25,000. Why? Munster owns 35,000. <laughs> the CEO's eye begins twitching as he realizes this man is and, the majority stockholder, and, not him. <laughs> and it's, it's awesome because so I have a little history on the Twitch um, because we see it throughout the show. <laughs> we see it throughout the entire show and oh, stuff man. like that. Um, so from yeah, what this poor I, man is stressed, yeah, he's totally stressed out about it. So from what I was able to find, because I'm like, I've seen this done many of times in media to portray like a guy Burn losing out. his sanity. <laughs> 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 um, like, th- I mean, th- they even did it in freaking uh, uh, seed of Chucky where the, the kid, uh, doll is just like clicking it, 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 and stuff. And, um, you know, there, there's a bunch of different things about it. It could be like a Tourette's thing and shit like that. But no, mm-hmm. not in this case. In this case, I f- I'm thinking it is based off of uh, Herbert Lom um, from the Pink Panther movies from oh. back in the day. So here, this is how it started. He said, I had a scene with Peter in my office and this is something he told a magazine in 2004. He said something like, don't worry, chief, I'll settle it and gave me an encouraging wink. So I started winking out of nervousness and couldn't stop. They then used that wink in the movie and kept doing it as like him going crazy. Cause in the movie, uh, one of the pink Panther movies, it's him going crazy. He plays uh chief inspector Dreyfus and he's driven to madness by the inspector. Uh, Clo- Clo- Klaus, I don't, I can't read Klaus? French. Klaus, I guess. Klausia. Don't read words like they're in English, Michael. <laughs> and yeah, being, how's it? Yeah, not so easy, is it? Uh, so, I I feel this is where it came from because it was way before, clearly, um, and everything. And it seems from my digging this was the first example of it being utilized to show somebody going crazy like going losing their insanity and stuff like that unfortunately for uh lom uh he passed away in like 2012 i think it was he was 95 Ah. he had a hell of a life oh long long life yeah uh but unfortunately for him whenever he would go to like um uh uh showing or not showings to um, readings and stuff for other films and things like that. They would always want him to do the wink. They'd be like, wink here, wink here, wink here. And he, he would always be like, I'm not going to do the wink. Like you write a good scene and I won't have to wink. Like th- that's literally a quote from him. And so his whole career after doing it for 20 years and stuff, like he just started getting categorized as that guy who just goes fucking crazy with the wink (laughs) (laughs) because he would do the whole thing with his face and everything yeah so i thought that was interesting because i was like i've seen this in lots of movies i there has to be some history behind it and that's what i was able to find anyways no that's that's fascinating yeah and dreyfus eye twitch gif oh there's a gif for it but yeah, if you go to, uh, I think he's in uh, Return of the Pink Panther. You can do that one. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyways, uh, moving forward, uh, we are now going back to the house. To the lab. To the lab. They have a very, very formatted way that they're doing this lately. Um, where you, you do something in the house, you do something out of the house, and then we go back and we're in the lab again. I don't know if you've noticed that last yeah. few episodes. Now that you say that, yeah, it has been a running streak here. Yeah. So, yeah, in the lab, Grandpa is making a potion, and Eddie walks in. Eddie dun, is dun. extremely unhappy that his dad isn't home yet. Grandpa tells him his new job demands a lot. It's not easy to go from grave digging to price gouging. Which, oh, how appropriate for current events. Eddie is sad because <laughs> his, if people uh, can't tell, Timis does not like corporate America. No, I'm very <laughs> anti big company. They get away with too much in this country. Uh, so Eddie's sad because Herman promised to help him with his fastball. Grandpa turns and says, I can help. He's excited and begins uh, recounting the time or his time with Brooke and Blau. I'm sorry, I have a cough drop in my mouth now. I'm having trouble talking. Don't let he him lie to his you. It's a dick. With the <laughs> Watch the YouTube video. Uh, is a time with the Brooklyn Dodgers, which. Isn't this the team that Herman joins in the original show? So I have a feeling that's a callback. I think it Not is. Not so much. Yeah. A, uh, saying that that happened, but like, hey, remember this episode from 20 years ago? Yeah, he tries out for the Dodgers. Yeah, yep. Yep. that's what I thought. So I'm, I'm going to count that as, you know, a little nod to the original fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, Either that or like everybody just loves the Dodgers. So that's like yeah. that's a go to. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Eddie asked if he was a pitcher. Grandpa gets less excited and says bat boy, which you know what? So was I don't feel bad, Grandpa. Bat boy. Uh, Toledo Mudhens, yeah. Someone tried to use that as like something negative to me uh, a couple months ago. I'm like, it's my first job, dude. I was like in high school. What the fuck do you want? It's better than Burger King. Uh <laughs> yeah. What do you do as a bat boy? Like I, I've I don't know what the bat boy does. Well, I can't talk about some of it because because they're gonna fire you. What the fuck, dude? Like no, well. <laughs> I don't want to get people in trouble, but don't say names. <laughs> well, it's not names. We had certain responsibilities that were meant for the umpires. <laughs> Let's I'll just put it like that. Um, basically, for a bat boy, uh, your main job is setting up the dugouts for the players. So they're mm. not little crybabies, because a lot of them are with like snacks and shit and water. But and then when you're on during the game, you watch for the foul balls to go all over the place and you get them and hopefully not fall asleep like I did and almost getting railed in the head. Uh, <laughs> better than getting railed somewhere else. Um, let's see. <laughs> Maybe. You know, brain damage. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the main responsibility is you okay. basically cater to the players and, you know, all of them are giant fucking man babies. Gotcha. Not all of them. Some of them are nice. What? Uh, th this was for the local team, right? Toledo Mudhens, yeah. 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 Was this before or after they moved stadiums? Because I know they had two stadiums. After in their town. fifth, third, you know, downtown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So he was a bat boy like me. Yada, yada. But he learned the secret. Uh, 
of catching. He goes over to his wall of potions and starts looking through it. You know, we got slow ball, curve ball, knuckle ball, Lucille ball, finally fastball. <laughs> Lucille ball. Like, I it. love his potions. <laughs> yeah. Lucille ball. Get it? I guess I get it. That's get why it? I included you it. it. <laughs> you get it? You get it, everybody? Do you all get it? Come on now. We're going to do uh, an I Love Lucy show after this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I like a Lucy. All right, so, let's go. Uh, he asks for the ball and sprinkles a little bit of, you know, whatever the hell is in that potion, because apparently it's not a potion on it. And uh, then he's like, all you got to do is say the magic words. Throw a strike, make it a zing, pitch it fast and watch him swing. I couldn't resist that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, some special ma- music magic plays while he does this, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he then tells Eddie to throw it at him. So Eddie loosens up. Uh, we get the same clicking noise when his head, uh, you know, when heads turn. And uh, he throws it at Grandpa's bitch, which uh, emits sparks and catches fire. Grandpa says, I know he's going to win for sure. And Eddie's like, yeah, I don't really need any of these tricks, though. I, I kind of just need my dad. Yeah. Grandpa's like, all right, well, let's go get some marshmallows. I'm not going to waste this fire, you know? <laughs> but yeah. So. I think I think the powder was cocaine, and uh, that's it was all an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of speed. <laughs> so, yeah, the, so we go to the living room now, where Eddie asks if... Uh, Asked Herman if he wants to shoot some hoops, but Lily's like, in a bit, in a bit. So how'd the meeting go, Herman? You know, it's like, oh, there wasn't much to tell. He made sure to raise some big objections. Mm-hmm. So he did it on purpose. He didn't even disagree. He just wanted to object. <laughs> uh, just like he learned on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Pee Wee was big at the time. Which, before how Pee-wee big was Pee Wee... When did Pee Wee come out? It couldn't have been much 80s. before this, right? No, no. Uh, this was before he let his little Pee Wee out in the theater. <laughs> hey, fuck you! That guy's a legend. <laughs> not not for doing that, but <laughs> yeah, I was for- gonna say, dude, it was a oh, questionable yeah, I guess movie that he did it at. before. Two years before. Yeah. yeah, so Grandpa walks uh, to the fun, sofa. Fun fact, though, since we're Munsters stuff here, and Rob Zombie worked on Pee-wee's Playhouse. I think I said that, though, when we talked about the Rob Zombie thing, but he, he worked have, on there yeah. as like a PA or something like that, or or yeah. like an assistant to the PA or some shit. Yeah. Uh, I would love I just, to watch a Rob Zombie Pee-wee movie. <laughs> that would be <laughs> fucking epic. It'd be weird. Uh, I hate to see what how meta route he goes with the reality of what happened. <laughs> I mean, the actor's doing fine now. He's not canceled anymore, is he? Or whatever they. Paul, I mean, Paul Rubens, think right? about the movie he was in. <laughs> what movie was he in recently? No, what had happened? What was. I don't know. It was a Mary Kate and Ashley movie when they were still oh, young. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like he was in a movie at the time when no, it came no, no. out. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he decided to do that. Okay. Yeah, not great. Uh, yeah, he's still so, doing stuff. He's doing a lot of voice work, but he's also DC Legends of Tomorrow. He was in five episodes of it. 
Didn't okay. even remember that. No, I didn't want to know that. So Grandpa walks to the sofa eating some marshmallows and calls Herman a VIP, which continuity first off, he's eating marshmallows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lily says very important person, <clears throat> corrects her to very idiotic person. Herman says you're just jealous. And Grandpa says, yeah, if that day happens, I will rise out of this chair, call you Bubala and rise to the roof. Now, I looked and looked and looked for Bubala because I hope to God it wasn't some kind of terrible <laughs> thing in today's society, but I found nothing. So I'm going to assume it's safe. Bubala. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. I don't like this laugh. <laughs> okay, here We're you gonna- go. Bubala, a pet name given to Morticia Adams by her husband Gomez Adams of the Adams family fame, a term of extreme affection and endearment. Well, now I just wonder if it was a reference to that show. I have been with her many years and she's still my sweet Bubala. Or I'm going. Oh, or no. The other Here we one. Go. This is what the one I that do? showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I am not saying <laughs> this is just. What's here on this uh, site? Bubala. Am I going to have to have this part censored? A nickname given by Jewish people for young children. It is Yiddish slang for child. It is also given to adults used for the context of babe. So, Bubala. It's okay, still yeah. not negative. Yeah, still okay, not Okay, you had my heart racing, dude. I, I saw certain words and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Before I <laughs> well, read it all. I mean, well, with, with how the old show in the 60s was, you have no idea what yeah. to expect. So basically, and, Bubala is just like uh, saying, you know. It's a term of endearment, which is yeah weird for grandpa to call him that. <laughs> my babe or my sweetie or things like that. My love. Yeah. It's, it's like so. saying, I'm going to start calling my wife Bubala. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, I've already f- called her boobs before, so boobalas. Uh, here, I call people her, should I- go to Mike's social media to see what he got his wife for Valentine's Day. Just say. <laughs> I've, I've also called her, her her one of her nicknames for the uh, for like few months. I was calling her Tubs. Oh no! Why? <laughs> and, and she was like the first time, first couple times I did. It, she's like, "What? Why? Why are you doing that? Like, what?" And I was like, "It means totally unbelievable, uh, totally unbelievable." Oh no, wait, yeah, totally unbelievably beautiful specimen tubs T U B S. Totally unbelievably beautiful specimen. Your marriage is weird. <laughs> But you're happy, so sometimes. <laughs> Just because I, I laugh I doesn't mean that she as laughs. Much as you sh- I feel like you don't get hit as much as you should. <laughs> so oh. yeah, get back to the show. I had to stop do uh, stop calling her that though. After I started calling the dog Tubbs, I kept t- calling the dog Tubby. <laughs> so yeah, that's. Okay, yeah, so the phone rings. <laughs> I'm not going to let you keep burying yourself. The more I'm sorry. You know. uh, it's the CEO. Herman inquires about the ants. And uh, Herman puts, or I'm sorry, the CEO puts him on speaker so that the secretary uh, from the meeting can hear as well. Mm-hmm. They want to give him his own office. 
The woman mutes Herman and says they're going to convert the broom closet for him. <laughs> Which uh, he would Herman never fit in the broom closet. <laughs> Herman is excited. Well, we see the broom closet later. Uh, yeah. Herman's excited and wants a big window overlooking the city. Which and, is the office that the gentleman is in. Yeah. The, the Doug looks behind him and his eye starts twitching again. Yep. Uh, if Herman insists, but Herman also wants a swivel chair. The, the twitch gets worse, but all right. Yeah. Uh, the lady laughs, either not understanding what is happening or mocking Doug. And but I'm going to assume it's mocking because at this point. Uh, <laughs> Doug's like, hey, you also want a secretary? <laughs> she begins <laughs> silently screaming at him. Don't you dare <laughs> gets it out of her chair in his face. But Doug smirks. Or no, I'm sorry. Herman asked for a secretary and Doug smirks and is like, oh, absolutely. You could have one. <laughs> and the lady just mutes Herman and screams in Doug's face. She's like, what are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Herman hangs up and says, you know, goody, goody, goody. Her, he turns to grandpa and says, so I've just been made an executive. What do you got to say to that? Grandpa stands up says Boogala and flaps his hands through the roof. <laughs> just flies off. <laughs> I guess he was jealous after all. <laughs> uh, try to keep uh, yeah, up with my so notes. It's so great because he's just... <laughs> yeah, he just is like... And he doesn't turn into a bat or anything. He just no, floats he... off himself. He flithers off. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> This episode is so crazy. So yeah, now we're back at the company. Herman's in his swivel chair and uh, it's clicking, you know, uh, the same noise that we hear all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the secretary calls him over the intercom and he's it, confused by this. He's never seen an intercom before. Yeah. The yeah. secretary tells him, hey, you know, you got a call. And Herman's thinks she's stuck in the box, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, sure. Put her through. It's Lily. Who is also trapped in the box, apparently. So he asks how Miss Finster's doing. Yeah. Which is the first time we get her name in this entire episode. And the only time, I believe. I think so. Uh, Eddie's worried about the father-son sports event. So Herman hasn't practiced once. And I was like, look, I promise I'm going to be home by six so we can practice then. Uh, all right. Well, she tells him she loves him, and Herman begins kissing the intercom as Doug walks in. Uh, Herman switches to pretending to be polishing it with his breath. Yeah. Yeah, Doug wants to know how the Ant Ranch slogans are coming. He's, Herman's like, you know, I thought about this. Uh, I thought of one all night long. Then he says ants repeatedly, and, and Doug doesn't know quite how to process this, but it clearly stuck as he begins walking away. Uh, humming it he doesn't even um, yeah he just goes ants 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 yeah. ants so uh ants. herman might have a winner on his hands right so oh 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 uh, the board of directors also would like their feasibility study by the way and herman's like it's you know can, can you do this and herman's like that depends depends on what what is a feasibility study doug begins laughing and walks towards the door before stopping Dead serious now. You're kidding, right? Herman begins laughing, so Doug leaves in good spirits, and Herman just shrugs. 
Um, I had to look this up because I didn't know what this was. Oh, by the way, I looked up Boogala myself, and it's an 80s dance move as well. Um, so a feasibility study is a detailed anal- an- analysis that considers all the critical aspects of our proposed project in order to determine the likelihood of a succeeding. There's no way in hell Herman can do this. No, no. <laughs> uh yeah so i didn't know what that was uh my wife did after i asked her because you know she's smarter than me and took business classes so Uh, i just (laughs) i'm sorry i'm fucking around over here i i i made an uh i went to this acronym uh website it automatically makes one for you and you type in some key words what did you do uh, for ants so ants me would stand for ant toys sweet boom it's their their perfect slogan right there ants, they didn't come ants, up with anything ants, for the end sweet and that's an s yeah i don't know why it didn't come up with that uh let's see here yeah i'll figure it out okay <laughs> i'll get back to you i'll get back to you all got that brother oh let Tim do the show without me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave. We've had that happen before. Uh, it's been cut, so listeners didn't know it, but Mike has had technical difficulties in the past, and I've tried to keep going without him, and it's not great. <laughs> okay, so real quick, I got to ju- uh, 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 talk about this, too. <clears throat> so there's lots of times, and I even told my wife about this last night, there's lots of times where we'll be on the show, and we'll be engaging in conversation. Like, I'm literally conversing with you about something yeah. and then like three minutes later i bring up the same thing you already said <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's not because i'm not listening it's because my mind is just fucking <laughs> losing itself and, and i found out that this is something that does happen in other people who are like adhd like myself where we're totally engaged but we totally forget a lot of this stuff too so it's not me not paying attention to my host partner here, guys, just so people are clear. I have never taken offense, so. <laughs> there's there's been times on the other show where you're like, dude, I just fucking said that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move forward. All right, so we are back at the house, correct? Or no, yep. Herman's, Herman's now working at the office. You said all that. Um, yeah, yeah, then, he's back home. It's late at night. Eddie's sleeping on the couch. Yes. And uh, Lily comes back down with her candelier thing. Is that what they call them? Candeliers? Yeah. Well, there's an altercation between Herman and the uh, Raven when he first walks in. Because uh, he's Herman's like sneaking by looking at Eddie, trying to be quiet, not to wake him. And the Raven pops out and just yells, you're late. Herman yells back that he knows, and then they both shush at each other before Herman trips over the table next to the couch, which was holding the phone earlier in the episode. Now the phone's not there. Can I just say I miss the coffin, the casket? Yeah. Yeah. The sliding out casket for the phone. Yeah. Phone booth. So, yeah, yeah. it's at this point that Lily comes down. It's like, what the hell was that noise? <laughs> She's like, what is, what's going on? Like... <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Herman's like, you know, well, what what happened to Eddie? Why, you know, oh, he was waiting up for you, dumbass. What do you mean? What happened to Eddie? Um, 
And this is where she also is talking about how, uh, or he brings up something about the parlor. I forget no, what it uh, was. She she brings it up. Mr. Goodberry called, offering to buy Herman a new shovel if he returns. And uh, it seems work is really piling up without his strength to help. So uh, Herman's like, oh, he knows how mm. to tempt someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that it's Mr. Goodberry in this one and not Mr. Uh, Gateman. Graves. Oh, what? yeah, Mr. Gateman, yeah. yeah. Yes, Gateman was the first one. So if they ever do a third show... It could be Mr. <laughs> Graves. I mean, it's, it's more likely one of their sons because uh, these places tend to be family run for yeah. odd reasoning. Yeah. No, it has to be somebody throughout the lineage or something. I mean, it's only 20 years, so it could have been like one of their kids or grandkids, possibly. That's what I'm thinking. One of their kids. Yeah. Because uh, Mr. Gateman was not a spry chicken. Back in the sixties, no, no. Which I mean, if his kids were, yeah, his kids weren't even running it then, so it could be his potentially his grandkids, young, Maybe. young, youthful, you know, getting everybody in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's an awesome freaking uh, uh, parlor we'll call in town here, where like the dude has set up in the room where you do the viewings, like big screen TVs. For like the videos and stuff to be put on there. He has like lights, like light shows. It looks like you could be in a concert. Let's just say that. But it's for funerals. That's how Herman's job should look. You, <laughs> you lead a strange life, man. <laughs> I just meet all sorts of people. <laughs> I met I met this I met the guy who runs that place because I did a video for him. So, yeah. Hey, yeah. And, and he picked the uh, video you, up with a body in his car. <laughs> I was like, it, buddy. If you enjoy these stories, definitely check out our other show. Mike tells them. <laughs> constantly. You know, not constantly, but, you know, pretty frequent. And they're <laughs> always a blast. <laughs> you never know what what's going to come out from these stories. We got to make it entertaining. So I tell about my life, my dumb, boring yeah. life. <laughs> I don't know if boring is the right word. I, would I find it boring. Oh, anyways, let's move on. So, yeah. Yes. So then, he's like, you know, that's like, tempting well, offer. It's, it's tempting. And then Lily's just like out of nowhere. She's just like, I need to go back to sleep. <laughs> like so well, random. First, it was so random. Too. It is. Before we, she does that though. Herman's like, more importantly, you know, why is Eddie on the couch? You know, and all that stuff. Yeah. It, Herman gets so dejected and saying that he forgot all about coming home. He's like, is Eddie mad at me? And he's like, honestly, I don't think I've seen him this depressed since we had to give him a flea bath. Yeah. <laughs> Herman's like, you know, once this meeting is over, I'll be free to spend more time with all of you, and I promise I will not. Or no, she makes him promise not to make plans for Saturday. Mm. And Lily's just like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> just <laughs> bolts. Meanwhile, Herman says, you know, he'll be up soon. And as he's falling asleep, he's remembering. Oh, shit. That's the day of the board meeting. Uh, <laughs> so like, he starts oh, having some terrible uh, dreams. It's Saturday, right? It's just a Saturday. Who has a board meeting on a Saturday? 
asshole companies. That's who. In the eighties, I don't think they would have done that. I don't know. Well, maybe. Who knows? Eighties were the height of fuck your family. You're coming in. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty popular today with many companies, but they get a lot of public backlash now because there's a lot more whistleblowers. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody has a phone too, so they're just like yeah, recording that's what, what their fucking bosses are saying. <laughs> Which I mean, I feel like you sign some some companies probably make you sign something that you can't do that. Oh yeah, they do. So sometimes you're not even sure what you're allowed what, to do. You yeah, can't even go to the bathroom five what times. Signed prevents you from talking about that signing. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, by or a shovel. Eddie's really sad about his dad not making it for training, and then yeah. Herman goes into this sleep. Yeah, <laughs> where we meet Uncle Sherman. Sherman. <laughs> um, and this character says nothing. They do nothing. They don't. Who who played Sherman? By the way, I don't know. Do you know? No, because it wasn't listed. I have no idea who it was. Um, so Herman is dreaming about coming home from his busy day uh, at the office. And um, I, there, nothing really happens here. He, he, he freaks out because he's replaced basically by Uncle Sherman. He's a great husband. He's a great father. He's, he's this and this. he's even wearing Herman's outfit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like the grays, the suit and all that stuff on. And Herman's like freaking out. He's like, but I'm, but I'm, but I am, I'm the dad. I'm the husband. I'm the, and then he keeps, uh, he, he keeps repeating the whole, I'm his father or something. I forget the exact words. I'm the pop. I'm the pop. Yeah. And and then Eddie's waking him up in the real world. Because um, it's all a dream sequence, of course. Yeah. He's like, so, I was having a nightmare. Um, was it good? Hell no. <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm sorry that he has plans for early Saturday. And Eddie's like, that's fine. Because I know yet just you're going to make it. And he hugs his dad and curls up on Herman's lap. Mm-hmm. While Herman looks more stressed than I've ever seen him in this show's history. <laughs> it, it's funny. We got two episodes in a row now where the parents are being pulled away. Or From, no, not in a row. I'm sorry. We had farewell grandpa in between them, but designing yeah. monster in this one where each of them are getting pulled in by their job. So there's a really, really big problem going on right now. in well, at the time of the show in society where yeah. companies are taking people away from their families. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's a different. It, it's a completely different look too from versus the '60s, where this one it's it's like kind of like the company is forcing it on you. You, you know, you, you have to work this much to get to where you want to be. Whereas in the '60s, it was like Herman was trying to take any job he could just to pay for his family to eat. <laughs> like it, it it wasn't that he was being forced to but he was doing it out of love for his family in this one mm-hmm. he's kind of doing it or or the jobs that they're they're being quote unquote taken advantage of with are doing it because they want the specific position in life 
rather than they're doing it for the family. Because Herman's not yeah. necessarily doing the job because he needs to do it for the family in this one. Where in the 60s, everything that they were doing was for the family or for, you know, he wanted to get Lillian a little extra something for a gift or some shit like that. Like there was always a reasoning behind it. Whereas in this one, it's, well, this is a cool job. I want to get here. I want this stature. I want to be the CEO. I want to be a designer. I want this. I want, I want, I want, I want. And then uh-huh. it's like, yeah, but when you want so much, you also lose a lot of what you already have, unfortunately. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. So we're back at the company now. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, no. You're good. I was just laughing because it's like I say something like that, and then next in like two minutes, I'll say a dick joke or something. <laughs> it wasn't even two minutes. Uh, so back at the company, he is. Uh, he is. The, by the way, listeners, if you know who played Sherman, please, please, please let us know. I yes. tried looking it up just now, and all I got was Sherman tanks. Um. I am so sad by the lack of information on this show on the net and like it's people with IMDB accounts, stuff like that. Please go enter this information in for everyone else to enjoy. Definitely do so. Or send it to us. If you guys don't have access to doing that, I may have access to do it. Um, And also, uh, we're going to be creating, like I've said in the past, we'll be creating a Monsters Today page on the website with information about stuff, uh, hopefully as we're going along. And the yeah. more information we have, the better for everybody out there, because it, like Tiva says, it is hard to find stuff on this. Uh, hopefully one of our guests I do know is a massive Monsters Today fan. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it a little more when he comes on and closer to it. But uh Hopefully he has a lot more information that we can uh, purge to everybody. Is that the right way of saying P- it? Purge? Purge? No, maybe not purge. No, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> par- uh, parse. I think you mean parse. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, more information that we can deliver to everybody. How about that one? God, I, I hope he doesn't think we're gonna purge him. <laughs> We're going to purge him for the information, right? <laughs> Is that- oh, okay. Well, that's one guest we just lost. Uh, so, yeah, we're back at the company. We're in the broom closet that they cleared out for Herman. We're Doug mm-hmm. and the secretary are kind of just staying there depressed and, you know, twitching. Uh, he tells her that he doesn't care how many shares Munster has. They both have to have more together, dang it. And she gets a brilliant idea. She's going to sell him all of her shares allowing him questions or go on continue what you were going to say and then i'll say it Uh, that would allow him to be majority shareholder again which questions how many fucking shares does a secretary have yeah if he's like ten thousand shares less than herman does she have ten thousand shares as a secretary more than 10 because he's got to be more than herman it's got to be more than herman yeah so she's got at least 11. Or 10,001. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So I'm just like, how many shares and, you are you know, giving a secretary, man? Like She's clearly very passionate about this company. So I, I could believe that she has 
you know, a large amount of shares. Is she uh, though? I kind of figured that she was just trying to sell off her shit before <laughs> the company <laughs> tanks. Herman ruins it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And Maybe. then he's, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, he's like, that's a brilliant idea. We'll do that. I'll buy your shares and then we'll fire him. And, yeah. and, and he's like, well, you'll fire him. And she's like, ah, she starts laughing. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah, hell no. I'm she's not like, telling us. No. A- <laughs> Go on. I'm not telling a seven foot tall, 300 pound green man that he's out of a job. <laughs> She's like, that's your job, boss. <laughs> yeah. At that moment, Herman opens the door and she rushes out of fear behind Doug. <laughs> Which I might add, they're not afraid because he looks weird. They're afraid of his anger <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And, and so, his size, I think. Yeah. So Herman's like, you know, look, how you guys doing? And before Doug can even tell him what's going to happen, Herman stops him, gives him his resignation. He tells him that since he started coming there, he has let his family down at every turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, The secretary pushes Doug out of the way and asks if Herman is absolutely sure there's (laughs) no way he will change his mind. And Herman's like, yes, he knows how hard it will be for them to get along without him. And he's going to miss them both terribly, especially the ants. But a monster's got to do what a monster's got to do. So Herman leaves and they celebrate before realizing they are trapped in that closet. <laughs> yeah, he shuts the door on them. <laughs> um, so does this mean that Herman is selling his shares to them? Or does this mean that Herman's still going to make money? Because how is he? Is he making Unknown. money from them? As a shareholder? I don't know how stock works because it just seems like a giant scam. As a majority so- shareholder... I think it'll be like a Vince McMahon situation up until he blackmailed his way back into the company where he is still part of the company and has majority say, but he's just stepping aside and letting other people do it. Right. The stocks give you basically more control. They don't give you like a stake in income necessarily. And it depends on how you're set up, I guess. But, um, he, cause he's, if he's leaving the company, then he's leaving the company. If they're not doing like a payout or anything like that for him, if he's still holding on to all those shares, he's still majority shareholder. And that means if they ever want to sell, like you say, or anything like that, they have to get his final word and permission on it too. Yeah. So, yeah. Or uh, he could hey. just be selling those off slowly and surely and making a shit. If he were money. to sell them, they'll, uh, the family will be well off for quite some time again. Right. He can afford his own so. shovels. <laughs> can I just say the transition we're going to get back to the house is one of the weirdest ones because there's a crow crowing outside and then it sounds like someone fires a gun, presumably at the crow. <laughs> but it's not the monster family. They're all inside. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Because we see Marilyn's like exercising. Lilling is cleaning, I think. I don't really remember. And Grandpa's reading again when Eddie and Herman come in fr- covered in ribbons and carrying a trophy because they won it all from the Father Sunday. So they're all not busy. So who shot that bird? <laughs> the ghost. Uh- I also, you can't do that in a residential area. 
You also can't have a moat in the residential area, Timis. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> Trust yeah. me, I've looked into it because <laughs> I wanted a fucking moat in my heart. <laughs> I, I honestly believe you. Uh, and, and, the, and living in Florida, I could get gathers in there so easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Herman kicked it. Uh, you just have to build it and they will come. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Herman kicked an 80-yard field goal in the football event. He kicked it so hard, no one has seen it since. At that moment, it comes crashing through the roof in Eddie's arms. The whole family, minus Grandpa, laughs in freeze frame. There's the episode. <laughs> Spoilers, that was the football from the 60s that he last kicked. <laughs> he went into space. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it was a great episode. Um Oh, no, wait, that one hit that one coach in the head and the the reporter's like, no, 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 don't don't, don't look don't. into this. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I forgot about that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so that um, was corporate monsters. Your thoughts, Mike. I, I think I've had more fun talking about this episode than those watching it. But that's because <laughs> we've got so many random tangents. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a fun episode still. It was uh, interesting to see them go into the world of corporate. I, I'm assuming we're probably going to see a lot more of that as this was the 80s and stuff. Uh, mm. More of a corporate take or or something like that. Um. So interesting to see them diving into it a little bit here, but not getting the family uh, corrupted by it, which is nice. You still see the family values that they held within the original show and stuff that it's the mm-hmm. family that matters and not the um, the job, I guess. Yeah. Which could also be a sign of, you know, them telling people in the 80s, you know, don't go after your dreams because <laughs> you have to support your family. I don't, it's, it's a double edged sword, my man. It's like, they could be like, you know, don't let corporate America ruin you. Or, you know, don't go after your dreams. Take care of your kids and die a ha- unhappy person. <laughs> and unfortunately that rhetoric is still, prominently used and weaponized by corporates today so yeah um uh what were your thoughts though on this show man or this episode uh you know i had a lot of fun with it Uh, it's funny uh you know we talked a few episodes ago now about how this episode is very much our time more Mm -hmm. so yours than mine but (laughs) a lot of the stuff going on and it is very prominent today still and it's funny that they're touching on this in multiple different ways but it it is a nice reminder that you know you gotta remember your family you gotta spend time with them mm-hmm. you know and I don't know I had fun with it but I, I, as you said, I think I had more fun talking about the silliness of it than I did actually watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can see it because I said that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, 
Yeah. It's not that I didn't enjoy this one. There hasn't been an episode that I haven't liked so far, which there was a couple of the original show. Yeah. Let's remember that. I'm not a shy of saying things I don't like, but. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once again, the show just continues to be entertaining. Nice. Um, other than, uh, I, well, I guess that's it for the show, guys. Like, we have nothing left for you. You yeah. can, uh, like, just find us on socials and and be able to find us everywhere. I guess next week we are doing what, Tivis? Herman the Astronaut. Which, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> as a couple of guys from Ohio, we know astronauts. <laughs> I've worked with a few. I got to work with. Um, yeah, don't uh, brag. <laughs> Uh, what? Nah, go ahead, keep going. I, I got to, uh, I got to do uh, uh, some stuff with Buzz Aldrin and um, mm-hmm. and and uh, the f- oh, what is the f- Canadian astronaut's name? The very famous one. Oh. I don't know. He's not American, so. Wow, bro! <laughs> Isn't that the stereotypical thing? I really don't know, though. So uh, <laughs> I was just making a joke out of it. Chris Hadfield. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome to to do. Well, he's not from Ohio, so I won't know. Also, there's more action that stuff in Florida. <laughs> than yeah, but most of them are born in Ohio for some yes. reason. A lot of people are born in Ohio. They all leave Ohio, though. You notice that? Yeah, but a f- select few of them want to leave it so bad they go out of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the moon for the 500th yeah. time. All yeah, right. So I, I had a lot of fun with this. You know, uh, listeners, let us know what you thought. And if you know who played Sherman, once again, please, Frank, if you know, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sherman, um, for anybody who is just watching, if you didn't pay attention, he's just the dream sequence guy. He has no lines, nothing. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just one of the execs that were there on set one day <laughs> or the, you know, uh, the director's husband. Right. I would have Maybe. liked it to have been uh, Herman's actor, but I, the way they shot that, I think it would be yeah, yeah. not possible. Hard, yeah. Harder. Harder for them at that time because their budget probably wasn't like massive no. or anything like that. Uh, it would have been a nice callback to when Herman got turned human, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get another one of those. They got recycled some know. ideas. <laughs> they've already recycled. Well, they uh, have recycled the a few. Yeah. Yeah. They've recycled a few of them. Um, yeah. All right. I think that's it. You got anything else today, dude? I don't know. Just thank it, everyone. Uh, hope you have a wonderful March. Are we done with um, the spotlights? Yes. I went through the whole family. So awesome. Uh, well, then, Tivis, I guess the last thing to say is, you know, any final thoughts, words where people can find us? Mastodon. You're going to bring. I know people are clamoring for when you're going to be back. Bring back your recommendations. <laughs> bring back my recommendations i recommend everybody go out and find something to watch i don't i'm not ready for that today bro leave me alone i know you're not i just throwing it out there into the universe go watch and justice league gods and monsters go watch that it's got vampires in it 
I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us on another Monster Monday. Yes, thank you guys for joining us on Monster Monday. Go out and check out themonstercast.com and find us all over there, guys. With that said, uh, we appreciate you. We thank y'all, and we hope to continue the show for you guys every week. Um, also, if you're watching the video, I am wearing the uh, Let's Back the Team of Monster Dracula t-shirt. You can go over to themonstercast.com slash merch shop and pick one up yourself along with other shirts that we have over there as well. Um, this is like the best one, I think. Well, for me, anyways. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite, too. I'll be honest. So uh, definitely check those out, guys. Uh, more on the way. And uh, with that said, I guess, um, you know, uh, I guess we'll catch you next time. So we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin.